With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome back to the Homeschool Podcast. Um, episode 2 of 2 of the Laughter Peace Theater. Um, volume 12. This is part 2 of it. Uh, we made it a whole year of Laughter Peace Theater where we play some of our favorite stand-up tracks, and this theme is that there is no theme. We're just playing some of our favorite stand-up tracks to celebrate the year that we've been doing this Laughter Peace Theater once a month segment here on the Homeschool Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, and um, we have a lot of fun with these, so um, I hope that you guys have fun too. Welcome to uh, our little slumber party here. We're <laughs> hey, we got a coffee table full of Capri Sun juice boxes, sweatpants, and Back to the Future hoodies. Listening to awful. Are you wearing music. a Back to the Future hoodie? No, you are. Oh, I, oh, yeah. No, you said hoodies. Oh yeah. Well, I just meant in general. Yeah, I got my comfy pants on, dude. I got my comfy pants. Yeah, on. Yeah, you do. We got Capri Suns. We got a little weed, and um, it's an adult slumber party, and we're playing some stand-up tracks. Yes. So um, before we get into it, this episode is brought to you by the DeLorean Motor Company watches, you guys. They've been there with us early on in this, since we started getting sponsors, and they're still with us, and we're, and we're proud to have them as a sponsor, especially because it's like a, my favorite car of all time, dude. How badass is the, is the DeLorean? It's so cool. And the fact that they make watches, the actual DeLorean Motor Company makes authentic watches, and you can own one, and uh, all you got to do is click the link in the description, and you'll get 15% off and help out the Homeschool Podcast and get a badass watch. Um, from made by the DeLorean Motor Company, and uh, listen, you guys, it's just in time for Father's Day. It makes a great gift for several reasons. It's quality, it's unique, it's classy looking. I love the compliments that I get all the time, and uh, I love that not so many other people have it. I'm always like the only one in the room that has it. You know, oh, bro, we got a bunch of Rolexes. I got a fucking DeLorean, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so click the link in the description. Also, this episode is brought to you by the Too High McFly Podcast. You guys. Um, really happy to, to have a sponsor to high McFly and, 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 and push you guys and urge you guys to check out that podcast. If you're into movies and TV shows and you want in-depth talks on, on the movies and, and, uh, listen, you can hear it on YouTube, SoundCloud and Spotify. And I'm sure in most of the, uh, podcast apps and, um, Check it out, you guys. Um, I mean, Game of Thrones reviews and, and you know in-depth talks and their YouTube uh, channel, Too High McFly's, uh, you know, a bunch of re- reviews and reaction videos. So if you guys like movies and you're looking for a movie podcast that gets in deep into deep. movies, 
check out Too High McFly. All right, you guys, we got through all the sponsors for this episode. We're really excited. This is episode 199, bro. Wait, this is 199? This is 199. This is it? This is it. Holy shit. The next one's 200. God damn, this is the last one. And we got some fun stuff. We got t-shirts coming for you guys. Um, I'm still working on a website, and then uh, we'll see what else we got for you guys. I'm I'm not really sure what we're going to do for episode 200, but it's going to be it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. You can count on that. It's going to be it's going to be something fun. Um or at least meaningful. Not fun, but me- not not both, one or the other. It's just going <laughs> to be an hour-long moment of silence for your 200th episode. That's what it's going to you make up your own jokes. What would be, what wouldn't be fucked up if that was got the most views of all the episodes we've ever had? <laughs> just listen to silence. I just like want brown. silence. It's a new age it's a new age wave podcast. Dude, that's the new idea for a po- for a podcast. It's just peace and quiet. That's what it's called. No, yeah, peace and you quiet. Put it on when you want to go to sleep. You just you just say one word at the beginning. And then that's what you think about in the whole silence. That's weird. Yeah. But anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Homeschool Podcast. If you listen to part one of this episode, then we're, um, we played a bunch of comedy tracks, and we got more for you, okay? And if you missed that one, go back and listen to it, and then come back and watch this one, all right? Um, I'm here with Kevin Lyons, my co-host. I'm Augustino Zoida. This is Homeschool Podcast. It's time to fucking party. Let's do it. This weed's got me all over the place, bro. <laughs> who is this? You don't know who this is, I can't, dude? I can't see it. Good, I don't want you to see it. I don't need you making fun of me. But straight away you just moved into position again. You abused me. You can't see it, huh? I still can't see it. Because it's not down there. Madness stops, you'll be alone. Yeah, and before we reveal who it is, everybody at home was probably making their guesses, <laughs> and you probably got it right. It's Savage Garden, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I Savage Garden, because we're a couple savages in here, dude. <laughs> that's right. With some Capri Suns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who we got up uh, first today? Well, if you recall, in the last episode, we left oh, you yeah, off that's right. in the middle of a story so we were playing a dane cook story and it's <laughs> um, like 15 minutes ago how do i not know, <laughs> I know. this weed is actually pretty yeah. like it's it, i don't know i don't know man i'm like forgetting what i'm supposed to say and stuff um but we left you guys off in the middle of a dane cook story from the from his comedy album retaliation uh disc one because that's yeah. a that's a two disc cd um there's a track on there called uh, at the wall when he the story when he goes to walgreens and cuts in front of somebody at line if you missed it go back and listen to part one of this episode laughter peace theater volume 12 episode one this is episode two and we're gonna let you hear the the rest of that story here we go i'm cool i'm collect i'm being really savvy the way i just kind of walk towards the door but inside i'm celebrating i'm like shazam inside my head that's what i say to myself when i'm excited i say shazam <laughs> and i see myself doing this but i don't really do that because if I didn't say that, I just threw my hand up in the air. I look like I'm in the Special Olympics or something like that. <laughs> I start heading towards the door, okay? I'm excited, but this guy, again, he is so angry. 
at this point that I got away with it that he finally just had to say something, okay? He had to let me know how angry he was. And I don't know why he went with this first. The first thing he just grabbed out of his brain, he went, yeah, nice! (laughs) Which I thought was an interesting choice. Out of all the things you could say, and especially in that tone, you could say anything in that tone, and I get, yeah, cinnamon bits! (laughs) Yeah, seafood salad! I get it, you're angry, but he went with yeah, nice, and that made me interested, and as I was walking towards the door, I finally was like, I gotta look and see the face of the man who was so angry, and he would say, yeah, nice! So I take a few steps, and then I gander back, and we catch each other's eye, and then I added this little thing, I went, (laughs) (laughs) This little thing. I don't think that was necessary. Because he immediately came back with, ha, 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 I'll fucking kill you! <laughs> yeah. Look, I kept going towards the door, and I'm still in calm, cool, collect mode. I'm still savvy, okay? The second I get outside the automatic doors, which when they open, always make you feel like a Jedi, like you did that shit with your mind. The second I get out of his eye shot, I start running to my car like a fucking gazelle, okay? I'm actually hopping over cars. I'm very, very gazelle-like when I'm afraid. I get into my vehicle, I take off. Because I don't want this guy to come out and get my license plate number. I didn't even want him to have that because we all know that killers always have a hookup at the DMV. (laughs) They always have a crazy friend who will give them your address and all your fucking info for like a steak dinner and a charms blow pop or something. No. So I, I take off. And then as I'm driving away in my vehicle, I start to think about it. And I think, oh my God, can you imagine if this guy really killed me? Killed me just because I cut him in line. Killed me. Finds where I live, right? I'm not home. <laughs> Breaks in the door. Hides in my closet for seven hours talking to himself. Come home. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> Come home. <laughs> I'll show you who's boss. <laughs> then I start wondering, what do you think he would say to me? What would he say to me? What would be the last thing he would say right before he sliced my throat? Because the killers in the movies always have to say that one last cool thing. They step out of the alley. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas What do you think he would say right before he sliced my throat Probably something like this He'd probably come out and go Who's cut now (laughs) That'd be a good one I would have to Who's cut now Yeah I don't know what he would say But I do know what would piss him off This would piss him off What if as he was about to step out to slice my throat Someone just stepped in front of him And sliced my throat first (laughs) Oh he'd be pissed That is uh, such a perfect ending <laughs> to that story, dude. That was funny, man. <laughs> what if somebody cut his throat first? <laughs> but again, like we talked about in the last episode with him, dude, just like any opportunity for a quick little punchline yeah. to keep you for the entire – no matter how silly it is, like he uses every like rule in the book, dude, every little trick in the book to just – like we were saying in the last one, man, just like you know, a reference, a fucking – a quick joke that you know the the, the doors dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. doesn't yeah. make you feel like in the middle of a story. Don't you guys always feel like when you go through the door, quick joking? Yeah, in the middle of a story. It's so that's fun. how you do stories, guys. You plant little tiny mini jokes 
inside of a long story. It's kind of funny because what he does a lot of times too is over-explain things, and that's a mm-hmm. that's usually a no-no. You're not supposed to do that, yeah. but it, but the, he does it, and it's all like funny. Especially, I mean, maybe not so much like listening at home, but well, when you're in the live show, it's all funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He does really well with that. I love that. I love that whole album, dude. You yeah. know what I feel like doing now? I feel like going and buying this the two disc cd again i think i have it i don't have it i think i have it yeah i'll check you know what i did when i did last week something i haven't done in probably 10 years what's that i went into a target and i bought some cds did you really because (laughs) because i got this rental car right now Uh because somebody hit my car so my car's in the shop so i had to get a rental car and the rental car has like no bluetooth (laughs) <laughs> oh, like, so you have to listen to it's CDs. It's got like nothing. And I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to buy some CDs. So I went and, uh, skipping over the speed bumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time you go over a speed bump, you're like, ah, oh, fuck the disc. Remember that? <laughs> um, but I went and I went to Target and I got, uh, I got like this Elvis Greatest Hits <laughs> CD. <laughs> I got a 21 Pilot CD. I want to get some comedy CDs, bro. Elvis to 21 Pilots. That, that, that was like the first thing you grabbed. That's funny. Well, I don't know if you've been in a Target. <laughs> lately but the cd section is not quite what it used to be (laughs) you just had to get a cd by the way most of the cds at target by the way if you guys remember target used to be at least five or more aisles of cds and dvds because they used to go by genre yeah like like a blockbuster now it's all one fucking it's like one little corner on (laughs) it's just called remember these yeah and it's shared with books (laughs) yeah There's more books than there is CDs. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) that's what it is now. And and so just to let you know, all the CDs, music, that you can buy in a store like Target, it's all mostly country. Really? Because that's all who's buying CDs anymore, apparently. That's weird. It's just like, I don't know. They haven't got them iPods yet. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, those guys are still buying. It was all country music. Uh, So I found a couple of things that I like. But there's a, there's a bunch. I mean, if I'm gonna go get a CD, I'm not gonna go to Target. I'm gonna go to those Amoeba Music or something. Yeah, bro. you know, like those big. I was in a jam, dude. There I was going go. on a on a trip for the weekend. It was gonna be like a three hour drive. No auxiliary cable. I did. I did get an auxiliary cable. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't realize that it had that at the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going on a th- three hours there, three hours back. And you know, when you go on the road, that your stations always start to you you lose them as you drive you yeah. know what i mean so i'm like i gotta get some cds but anyway i think i'm gonna get retaliation that two-part disc get it buddy um so that was uh the rest of the dane cook story i'm gonna play one of kevin's picks here okay one of our favorites bits ever and uh one of ours i i love i love this special it's still in my top five yeah of all time um this i remember is... watching this as a kid me too. And th- and this is why I found this bit so funny. Um, so this is Bill Cosby. And uh, <laughs> did you guys just hear that Capri Sun? I know. I was just, just sipping on juice boxes. Okay. So this is Bill Cosby. We play, you know, in the Laughter Peace Theater segment, we play him a little, quite a bit, I'd say. Um, just because, and it's all from this special. The special is just so good. Yeah. Um, and this is one that Kevin's request was uh, the one about, it's called Beating. <laughs> the Beatings. <laughs> The um, which by the so it's about beating your kids. It's a good bit, and I'm gonna play it right now. But first, I want to give you guys a little disclaimer: is that um, 
you can't find this clip on YouTube without Spanish subtitles. What yeah, is- <laughs> yeah. There's Spanish. Sub- I don't know why. There's Spanish subtitles for the beating your kids bit. It's like <laughs> Spanish people really know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's, let's listen. Now, the same thing happens every night. We have five children. They sit in the center. My wife is at this end, I'm at this end. And our children enjoy their dinner because my wife allows them to listen to their music. So you get to... And the children eat and they... I don't look at them. I just keep. (laughs) Now, my wife looks the situation over and she can tell when the children are not going to eat anymore. See, she can tell they've, they've fooled around long enough. All right. Now, you fooled around long enough. Everybody get up from the table. My wife says this every night. Everybody get up from the table, go upstairs, take off all your clothes, get into the shower, please turn on the water. (laughs) You have to tell them to do that. (laughs) Because if you don't, they'll just wander around the tub. (laughs) And then get out and get in the bed. Please use soap. (laughs) That's mostly for my son. Rinse yourselves off. Dry yourselves off. Put on clean pajamas. Get into the bed and go to sleep. Now, if these brain-damaged children would do that, there would be no beatings. (laughs) But there's going to be a beating tonight and the children get up to go upstairs and I kiss them goodnight and I try to warn them please do what your mother says or somebody's gonna get it tonight and the children kiss me and they pat me on my head and they smile and look at me as if to say dear man thank you for your kindness and your wonderful attitude about this whole situation. <laughs> but you don't understand. We cannot sleep through the night unless we've had a good beating. <laughs> <laughs> and so they go upstairs. And I can tell they're going to get it because they've started already before they even get upstairs. Will you stop touching me? <laughs> and you're touching me. You stop touching me. You're touching me. You're touching me. Mine! 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 Now they get upstairs and all you hear is Now my wife talks to the ceiling (laughs) All right up there I know you don't want me to come up there 
I don't hear any water running. Now downstairs comes our seven-year-old, the informer. <laughs> this is the same child that my wife sends with me whenever I'm going out somewhere. <laughs> Apparently not all the, the time. Informer's <laughs> favorite words are, guess what? Around um a mom, around um a mom, around um in in this is in this is upstairs and so and so I'm going to um get into the shower and so then um he took um the towel and popped me on the on on my behind. Go upstairs and tell Ennis I said not to do that anymore. But my mother already told him, so then uh, he, um, um, he took the town, so um, guess what? Mm. Um, um, Ennis popped me in on the behind with the town, so I said, Ennis, I'm going to tell mom or you. <laughs> Go upstairs and tell him, I said, not to do it again and take your clothes off. Okay, but I know he's just going to pop me in the behind again, because he's always popping people. <laughs> Four minutes later, downstairs comes the four-year-old. She is naked and wet. <laughs> Shampoo in her hair has run into her eye. She's running in place and yelling. <laughs> Walking with her, also naked and wet, with a smile on her face, is the informer. <laughs> See, Mom, I told you. <laughs> And it took and pour water on the baby and the shampoo run into her eye and she may be blinded for life. <laughs> now my son, who is 11 years old, comes downstairs. He has on his pajamas. They are stuck to his body because he forgot to dry himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I'm trying to take a shower upstairs and so then they come in the shower. I told them I'm too grown for them to be showering with me. I don't want them. The baby turns and kicks him. <clears throat> The seven-year-old punches him. He punches the baby. Shoves the seven-year-old. They're fighting. My wife turns around, grabs a yardstick. She holds it like a samurai warrior. She then makes an announcement that the beatings will now begin. By saying, I have had enough of this <laughs> now these three brain damaged people have the nerve to look surprised <laughs> my wife says children run everywhere now my job is I am the goalie the children come at me I kick them back into play <laughs> Now the beatings are over, not because I see my wife, but because I hear all of upstairs going, <laughs> Now here's the funny part. <laughs> my wife comes downstairs with the broken stick, throws it on the table, sits down, and begins to talk out loud to nobody. <laughs> 
going to tell me that you are not going to do something when I tell you to do something. I mean, you move when I say move. <laughs> Think I carried you in my body for nine months so you can roll your eyes at me? I'll roll that little head of yours down on the floor. <laughs> you don't know who you're fooling with. I'll beat you until you can't grow anymore. <laughs> so funny. My wife and I didn't ask for this. We just asked for some children we could send to college. <laughs> that was funny. I remember watching that as a kid and like almost not like really traumatized, but just hearing him. Yeah. Because you see him on the Cosby show. Right. And it's not anything really like that. This is right. like edgy for back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, just be, I just remember being a kid watching that bit and just thinking how shockingly funny it was. Yeah. You know? It is funny. I remember being shocked the first time I saw that because, you know, you know him from the Cosby show. I mean, that whole special, it opens up on, on drugs and alcohol. And yeah. I was like, whoa. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not who he is at all on the show and, mm-hmm. but actually dude i haven't heard that bit in a really long time it's i forgot how funny it is and i just remember what made me laugh the most about that was when he was like my job was the goalie yeah and i just sit there and you, i just kick them back into play if they come running out actually they use some of the some punchlines from that in the pilot episode of the cosby show and the pilot episode of the cosby show is when they were arguing uh, the kids are arguing uh, waiting for the, to use the shower there's a lot of that when he was like, the baby might be blinded for life. Yeah, like that's yeah. actually in the in the show. Um, so I got another one for you, bud. All right, man. What we got up next? So in the first half of this episode, part one of of this episode, we played a a uh, a, a bit from from Tom Segura. Okay. A story about how, when he met Mike Tyson. Now I know you've heard it before. Yeah. And we just played it in the last episode. But have you heard the second half of that? No. Are you sure? I, uh, I yeah. think we've talked about it before and I never I think was we, able to find it I think we can never find it, yeah. I found it. I'm pretty sure this is it. So here's the second half of the Mike Tyson story. Okay. From a different special of his. Now, now I'm excited. Let's go. I tell a lot of stories in that special. I tell one uh, at the end of the special about meeting Mike Tyson. And apparently the... Yeah. The ending of it is unsatisfactory to some people. I get emails. I don't know why. They just go like, hey, what happened next, you dick? (laughs) You know how people are super cool online like that? So (laughs) I've been telling people at live shows what happened next. Because to give you context, if you don't know, I met Tyson on a flight. Uh, You know, he he told me to give him his phone number at the end of our conversation. (laughs) I gave it to him. And I don't expect to hear the next day he actually calls me. I'm in my hotel room, and he goes, we're coming to your show tonight, brother. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, we want to watch you work. And I go, I'm honored. And he goes, it's all love. And I was nervous, and I panicked, and I just went, I love you. <laughs> and he went, mm, good luck at your show. And he hung up the phone. 
that's how it ends because it's an ending, you know? The phone hangs up. So here's what actually happened next. I left the hotel, I went to the club, right? I see the manager of the club. In retrospect, it must have been bananas for him to hear what I was about to say, but I wasn't thinking like that because I just experienced it. So I just go, <laughs> oh, hey man, uh, I gotta tell you, uh, Mike Tyson may or may not come to the show tonight. <laughs> and he went, Okay, I'll set up a table for him and JFK, and then they can watch the show together. <laughs> and I go, thanks, Dick. And he goes, no problem. So I do my show. You can't see who's in the showroom, right? You can't. So I, I finish, I walk off stage. If I walk to the back of the showroom, I feel the jaws of life grab my shoulder with tremendous force. Like, and I go, ah, like that. And as I feel that grab, I hear, that's a funny show time. <laughs> and I go, Mike. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> I go, I didn't think you were coming. He goes, I know. <laughs> okay. And he goes, let's go to the green room. So he took me to my green room. <laughs> you understand? That's like someone being like, we're going to your house. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so we walk in, he goes, I can smoke in here? I go, you can take a shit in here. <laughs> shit on the floor if you feel like it. Start smoking. I think it's weird to see a championship level athlete just run through cigarettes. But he goes, two, three, four. After his fifth cigarette, he goes, hey, you got a window? <laughs> so it's a little late for that. He goes, you got one? And I go, no. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, that's when you'll know you've made it. The <laughs> <laughs> green room has a window. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. So I go, why? And he lights another cigarette. And he goes, because windows are the shit. <laughs> that is his explanation. Well, I would like Mr. Tyson to know something that here, tonight, in the historic Vic Theater in the great city of Chicago, Illinois, in my green room right fucking now, no windows. All right? <laughs> yeah. I'm still grinding, Mike! Ah! <laughs> That was funny, man. I'm glad you heard the second part. Yeah, because you were always telling me about that second part, and we could never find it, but now you found it. Good job. Thanks, man. That's yeah. really funny. Uh, they should have a sitcom <laughs> together. Him and Mike Tyson. <laughs> Tom Segura and Mike Tyson. That would be so funny. You know Mike Tyson started his own podcast. Oh, did he? Called Hot Boxing. Hot Boxing? That's mm -hmm. cool. They get stoned, and they just talk. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Has yeah. he had Tom Segura on? I don't know if he's had him on. Uh, Joey was on it, though. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then Tyson did Joey's recently. Oh, okay. That's, that's pretty cool. badass, that's, right? That's fucking badass. Um, so I think we have time for one more. Okay. I've got two more loaded up, but I wasn't sure to play the other one. So let's just do the one more. Wait, what do you what, say? Well, I need to know what both options are because I want to agree with this decision. Well, one is Louis C.K. Okay. And the other one is Chris Rock. Oh man, just play both of them. Let's just do Louis C.K. Let's just do it. Listen, okay. the Chris Rock one is like extremely famous, and that was the only reason why I was gonna play it. Oh, and okay. it's like it's the it's from the, the Office. Yeah, the one, they even quote it in the Office. Like yeah. if the Office is quoting you, that bit is that fucking famous. Yeah. You're talking about when, when he says that. Uh, 
uh, it's called it's called uh, black people versus niggas. You know what yeah. I mean? And and uh, com- compares it to so check that out or maybe we'll play it on in a future episode of laughter peace theater um so for right now we were gonna have um oh dude i forgot to find that bill burr one okay well we'll do it another time we play oh. bill burr on here plenty yeah we do we, play bill well, burr always, we should just have a bill burr fucking laughter peace theater that'll be the theme it's that, bill burr. Oh, did we should some of our let's favorite bill it. burr ones yeah let's, let's do, do it. it at one point if we're just playing his whole album we might have to <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have to have him sign a waiver or yeah. some shit i don't know okay um so I was between two. This is the, we're gonna do Louis C.K. and I was between two different ones to do because they're probably have so many favorite bits of his, but like these two stood out the most to me. And then one of them you had already heard before. I don't think you heard this one, so I decided to go with this All one. Right, okay, let's do it. So this is uh, from the album Hilarious. That's the name of the album, and uh, uh, on YouTube it's called The Way We Talk. In parentheses, hilarious. So let's just play. That's what we sound like now. Just the whole country, we're like fat eighth graders, all of us. You ever listen to people? When I was in England, I went into this cafe for like Afghani people, and they just had crackly energy to their language. I don't know what they're saying, but it was like, there's energy. We don't have that anymore. We ever listen to people? You ever listen to what people really sound like? The other day I was in some whatever coffee place. I don't know, you can only be in six places, whichever one I was in. And I'm listening to just fat white people talk to each other. <laughs> These two fat white guys behind me, one, one was like, and his friend's like, I know, I told you, I am Obama. These two women are talking, and I was like, I talk, I talk, I talk, I talk, I talk, I know, I talk, I talk, I talk, I talk, Anyway, I was listening to the two guys. And one of them used a word that really pissed me off because it was how he used it. He used the word hilarious. That's one of those words that we use that we don't, get, we don't care what it means. We go right for the top shelf with our words now. Huh. We don't think about how we talk. We just say the right to the fucking just, dude, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Really? You were amazed? You were amazed? Buy a basket of chicken wings? <laughs> really? Amazing. What are, you gonna, what are you gonna do with the rest of your life now? What if something really happens to you? What if Jesus comes down from the sky and makes love to you all night long and leaves the new living Lord in your belly? What are you gonna call that? You used amazing on a basket of chicken wings. <laughs> You've limited yourself verbally to a shit life. <laughs> All these words we use, genius. That's, you, anybody can be a genius now. It used to be you had to have a thought. No one ever had it before. Or you had to invent a number. Now it's like, hey, I got a cup in case we need another cup. <laughs> Dude, you're a genius. 
<laughs> Dude, you're So these guys, they use hilarious. And I remember the context exactly, because I had the hate recorder running in the back of my head. I was just standing there fucking angry. I'm listening to him. The one guy says to the other guy, he goes, uh, hey dude, so, uh, so guess who I saw today? And his friend goes, ooh. I swear to God, that's how he said it. It just slid out. Just, hmm. I was like, tighten your lips up, man. Make an effort, please. Ooh, that's how a person talks. This guy, he's just secreting words out of the front of his head. <laughs> so his friend goes, I saw Lisa today. And he goes, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that you saw Lisa. Is Lisa a poodle on her hind legs? How is that hilarious? <laughs> was she standing next to Jerry Lewis when he was younger? How the fuck is that hilarious? <laughs> Do you know what hilarious means? Hilarious means so funny that you almost went insane when you heard that. It's just so funny that it almost ruined your life. You're homeless now because you can't cope or reason anymore. Because that hilarious thing just shattered your mind. And three months later, you got shit and leaves in your hair and you're drenched in pee in the gutter. That's how funny hilarious is. I don't know this Lisa cunt, but she ain't that funny. There's just no way she's that funny on sight. Fuck her, seriously. I hope she's dead. I really do. I hate her. I hope she died today. Weirdly and horribly. I hope the person she loved most pushed her off a cliff. And she was just falling and screaming the whole way down, never accepting it. And then Superman swooped her up and then dropped her from higher. <laughs> Stupid Lisa, with her one tit bigger than the other, and her, <laughs> her frizzy hair, and her, her big nose. Fucking Jew. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Lost my mind. <laughs> Jew is a funny word because it is because Jew the only word that is the is the polite thing to call a group of people and the slur for the same group <laughs> most groups have a good and a bad there is the same word just with a little stank on it and it becomes a terrible thing to call the person because you could say he's a jew it's fine he's a jew like that's all it takes <laughs> I wish the president would slip one into a speech that's just on the border, just to fuck with people's heads. <laughs> just in the middle, you know, we all gotta get along in this country. We need everybody, blacks and whites and Christians and Jews, and let's just try to... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, can't call him on it, but that seemed inappropriate. <laughs> Fucking Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lisa. Fucking Lisa, man. 
It's just, they didn't deserve that. The story didn't deserve, here's what he should have said. This is what that story deserved. It should have been like, I saw Lisa today. The other guy should have said, that happened. <laughs> That's it. That's all it deserved. He should have said, that happened. And then he just should have started making out. I don't know why I wanted that. <laughs> I just wanted these two old fat guys to start blowing each other on the floor. Not even gay blowing, just awkward heterosexual sucking that they don't know what they're doing. And they don't even get hard partway through. They're just sucking each other's soft penises. And they're both crying because they're embarrassed and confused. <laughs> what the fuck? Now that would be hilarious. Then you would have a story that you could call hilarious without being accused of hyperbole. <laughs> it's amazing the stories that people think are interesting. And that's always one of them, is when your friend ran into somebody from their past and they can't wait to tell you. And first they want to tell you for 40 minutes how blown away you're going to be that they saw this person. Dude, you're not going to believe who I saw today. Yes, I am. <laughs> of course I am. Don't even tell me. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, dude. <laughs> when you find out, holy shit. When you find out who I saw, you are going to shit in your father's mouth when I tell you. serious? <laughs> when I tell you who I saw, you are going to kill, fuck, and eat four Mexican retarded kids when I tell you. <laughs> I'm, you're gonna do that. I'm serious that you're gonna do that. You're not gonna, you're just gonna rip out your asshole and throw it on the wall. It's gonna stick there and you're gonna dive through it into another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you who I saw today. Oh my god, he just goes to another place. It's so funny. That was funny. Then he took it too weird. He just, he just goes like, it's just nuts. That is one of my favorite bits of his. Uh, I have a lot of favorite bits of his. And, uh, but he always like towards the end of like a solid, like wherever, like, like one of his like great bits, like I always like would have ended it right there myself. But then he always like takes it to like, let's see how shocking I can get, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, that's that's it. That's Louis C.K. I remember one of his first bits I heard was really funny. I, I I'm gonna butcher it, but I think it was like when he was in traffic and somebody was honking at him to like go. And he's oh, like, yeah. it's like a he, bag of dicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but well, I, it might not have been that interaction, but it's like if you're gonna start an argument with me, like out of nowhere, like I'm gonna have the argument I want to have. You know, it's like, dude, just go. Like, fine, give me back my jacket. Oh, like, I don't what? remember that. That was like one of his older, older. Old. Yeah, yeah, it was like wait before he blew up. Because uh, my roommate in college, he used to book uh, all the comedians for our school, and so we. We would just sit down in uh, his office all day and just like look at stand-up comedy. And oh, that's fun. That was one that he he, he uh, showed me that. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> you just more from Ted to Augustino. Yeah, dude. The one in the traffic when the guy told him to suck a bag of dicks. Yeah, and like, yeah. And it, it's funny to me when when the guy's like motioning for him to roll down his window. And he's yeah. like, fuck you. I'm not rolling down my window so you can yell at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. He's got a lot of good stuff. I like the other one in traffic where he was like... When he, you know, talking about how people cut people off, and they're mm -hmm. like, "Well, I have to though," <laughs> like, and he's like, "That's my favorite way to go." <laughs> it's pretty funny, and then I think one of my favorite bits of his is the uh, the Fig Newton. 
You yeah, heard that one with his I, daughter. I forget. I forget it all, but I, I remember that's him probably talking the about most Fig famous Newton. one that he has. Like yeah. he named his production company Fig Newton or Inc. or something like that. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I have some shout outs before we get out of here. All right. The shout outs for this episode. Here we go. Some Twitter shout outs. Where is the Buzz TV? Buzz TV. I want to give a shout out to Johnny Johnny Sinco. Hey Johnny. Al fucking Hernandez. Al fucking Hernandez. Joshua Dean. Hey Joshua. Uh, the Where I Belong podcast. Where I belong. Jessica Madden. Hey Jessica. Uh, th- this Christine Marie. Hey Christine. The other voice in my head. The other voice in my Don, head. Uh, John Braddock. Hey John. Uh, Pearly Nonzon. Hey Pearly. I feel like I fucked that up. And our good friend. Obi Ren, Mark Ren. What's up, Obi? Thank you guys for all the support. Uh, this is episode 189, and we're going to be hitting 200. The next episode will be at 200, and um, I'm not sure what we're going to do yet, but we'll either get a good guest or we'll do something special. Whatever it is, we're, we're, uh, whatever it is, I just want you guys to know that I really appreciate you tuning into the podcast, and I hope you continue to do so and just spread the word, and we can get more listeners, and uh, we will continue. Continue to do our part and trying to do a good job for you guys and get good guests and have great uh, conversations. And, and plus the once a month laughter piece theater playing some stand up for you guys. And I appreciate it. So um, some dates I got coming up. Um, I have May 21st, which is this Tuesday. Uh, May 21st is uh, I'm at the where the fuck am I, I just drew Fucking play. I'm at the Brea Improv, eight o'clock show in Brea, California. I'm at the Improv there on the 21st, and then the 23rd, I'm at the Levity Live Club in Oxnard. And uh, so far, that's all I got for you guys for now for the month of May. Wrapping up May. Um, thank you guys so much. We're gonna get out of here, and uh, I want to thank Kevin Lyons for being here. No problem. And uh, being a great co-host, and just uh, this is some of the. This is one of the most fun times I have is playing some stand-up tracks. Me too, man. It's been a blast. I love when you haven't heard them. Yeah, I know. And I get to introduce you to I love some it of my too. favorites. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, you guys. So Kevin Lyons is at The Real Kev Lyons. And make sure you check out the Two High McFly podcast on YouTube and on SoundCloud and Spotify. And, uh, and um, the sponsors, DeLorean Motor Company. Click the link in the description. And that's pretty much it, you guys. We're excited for another 100 episodes after this. Mm -hmm. Let's have some fun. I hope you guys are safe and you have a great week. And uh, we'll see you next time. Oh, good song, man.